Good morning and welcome back to the Tough Questions for God Sunday morning broadcast. I want to thank you for joining me this morning, wherever you are, and I'm going to encourage you to share this video with others and post it on your timelines and like and share on YouTube. Uh, we are just so grateful to be able to minister to people in this particular way. So thank you and God bless you for doing this. I also want to let you know that today we're going to start a new series. And the series is titled, Jesus Wasn't Kidding. <laughs> you know, that's, a, that's a, I guess, a good way to realize that Jesus was very serious about the things that he called us to do, the way that he called us to live, and so forth. So let, let's get into our story and get into our message here this morning. I'm going to read to you from the scriptures, and I'll post most of it here on the screen for you. Jesus again spoke in reply to the chief priests and the elders of the people in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding banquet for his son. He sent his slaves to call those who had been invited to the wedding banquet, but they would not come. Again, he sent other slaves, telling those who had been invited, Look, I've prepared my dinner. My oxen and my fatted calves have all been slaughtered, and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they make light of it and went away, one to his farm, another to his business, while the rest seized his slaves, mistreated them, and then killed them. The king was enraged. And he sent his troops, destroyed those murderers, and burnt their city to the ground. Then he said to his slaves, The wedding is ready, but those invited were not worthy. So go, therefore, into the main streets, and invite everyone you find to the wedding banquet. Those slaves went out into the streets and gathered all whom they found, both good and bad. So the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he noticed a man who was not wearing a wedding robe. And he said to him, Friend, how did you get in here without a wedding robe? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the attendants, Bind him hand and foot and throw him into outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen." You know, this story is one that really makes us think a lot about what it's going to be like to be in the kingdom of heaven, and what is it like to be invited, and then what is it that we need to do in order to be accepted in the wedding banquet, you know, that God has prepared for all of us. Unfortunately, on any given Sunday morning here in the United States, you probably only have about 20% of the American population that do anything in regards to attending a church service or watching one online. And it's not that they weren't invited. You know, it's just that they have to choose. It's like those people in the story. They had other things going on, other things that they wanted to do. Now, there's a lot of different reasons why people choose not to come to God or come to him and join in this wedding feast. Sometimes it's just not important to them, or they don't, they don't feel like they need to do it today. In other words, they want to procrastinate. 
They don't see any immediate benefits or needs in coming to God or joining in the wedding feast. Some people have said, and I, and I can picture them saying this, you know, why should I have to go to church in order to have a relationship with God? Well, I don't care about the king or I don't care about his son. And sometimes for people, selfishness rules in their hearts. Well, as you can kind of tell where this story is going, part of being invited into the wedding feast and then putting on the wedding robe is really to let go of some of our own priorities and our own sense of our free will, where we can choose anything and everything that we want to do. God calls us into a wedding feast, but we need to be willing to be prepared for that feast, and we need to be willing to be subject to the king's authority and the king's guidelines, his rules, and you know all that is encompassed in a relationship with God. We need to freely, openly accept that. God extends his invitation to everybody, all people, regardless of where they are, regardless of whether they're you know, acceptable in our, our eyesight or not. It doesn't really make any difference. And regardless of what their past is, God calls all people to come into this relationship and to come into the wedding feast and to join him. Well, God separates people. He's the only one that can really judge, and he does that here in this particular parable. You know, those that care and that love God from those that do not care or love God. He separates them. He sees the heart of the individual, and he will not be fooled. You can't be good enough to get in. You can't be entitled to get into the feast. There are certain things that we need to do in order to put on that wedding robe so that we are included in the family of God. Again, it's not entitlement. It's not being good enough or performing certain things or doing certain things. It's a matter of the heart. And it's a matter of being willing to let your heart be subject to God and to the will of God. Well, as I said, the king told his servants, bind him hand and foot and throw him into outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are actually chosen. You know, the custom in those days was to wear a wedding garment that was provided by the host of the wedding. And for someone not to be clothed in that wedding garment, it would have stuck out like a sore thumb. It was one of the ways that people that attended a wedding feast, you know, really would be not ranked according to their position in life. Everybody wore the same type of garment, the same robe. It put everybody on an even keel. And this is very important to understand, especially as we look at our relationship with God. All people are on an even platform. Whether you're one of the lowest in this life here in this world or one of your higher echelon, you're, you know, you're a world leader or whatever. We are all on equal territory, on an equal plane when it comes to our relationship with God. When the king entered the wedding hall, he noticed that this guy was clearly out of place from all of the others because of the garment that was missing. And he had the man brought forward, and he said, how'd you get in here? And the man was speechless. 
you know, this might seem unfair, but really what God was saying is you have not fulfilled your end of the deal, your end of the requirements to really have a loving and a saving relationship with me who who are your creator. I am your creator. You know, the man didn't do that. The man was just there, somehow got in by the skin of his teeth or again, without submitting his life and his will to the will of God. And that's part of the deal. And that's one of the things that we need to remember when it comes to salvation is that we can't earn our way into heaven. We freely give up who we are in order to receive that which God has promised to us. You see, I guess if I put it to you in another way, one of the things that we do is we make it not about us. Our life is not about us. Our life is about the purposes and the plan that God has established for each one of us. And when we realize the grace and mercy that we've been shown through that relationship with God, you know, our heart's desire is to praise who he is and to fully trust and honor God for who he is in our life. Well, I want you to realize a couple of things. The man in this parable didn't really care about the king. You know, he was simply taking advantage of a situation. His heart was not submitted to the king. He didn't love the king's son. Uh, he, in, our, in our case, you got to accept the, the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross as the one that provides your pathway to salvation and a relationship with God. Nothing else will do. Nothing else will do. You can try as hard as you want. You can trust and believe in many other things, but nothing else will do. It's only the sacrifice of Jesus. Friends, the whole point of today's message is to understand that overall theme. That God provides for each and every person here on the earth, regardless of how we see the individual. God sees everybody on an even keel, an even playing field. And really the way to establish the relationship and to continue in the relationship with God, to offer ourselves completely to God and for his plan and for his purpose. That's it. It's not about you. It's totally about God. It's about the Holy Spirit. It's about Christ who died on the cross for us. It is about giving God back all that he has created us to be for his namesake. Friends, thank you for joining me here this morning. I know this has been kind of a short service, but that's okay because I want you to walk away with the understanding that the pathway to God is open to all people. All of those around you, even the ones that maybe you might deem as unworthy in your life. And, you know, let it go. Let it go and let God be the one that controls your life, directs your life, and then actually empowers your life and brings you into a new and a living relationship with him. One that will last for all of eternity. Thanks and God bless. And hey, I'll see you next week. Don't forget to like and share. Take care.